Hey girls, I'm Ashley Thomas. I'm a ministry leader and Christian transformation and breakthrough coach. And I welcome you to the Jesus and My Girls podcast. So my day-to-day life consists of being wife, mom and daughter, and running my kingdom business or somewhere serving any way that I can. I manage, nurture, and operate all of these areas with my Bible in one hand and a hot mocha in the other. Yes, Jesus and coffee, two of my favorite. But what brings my heart the most joy is sharing my testimony and relationship with God with other women and helping them to break free from their past and walk in their purpose and to ensure them that sis, it's okay to talk about it. So this podcast was created to remind you of who you are and whose you are and help you to evolve in areas uh, such as kingdom mindset, divine relationships, marriage, and motherhood. Throughout this podcast, you will find episodes that are full of breakthrough, testimony, and biblical truth. So if you want real Jesus, real faith, and real life, then girl, this is the place to be. So get ready to realign your life and take back your freedom with the Word of God. Let's dive in. All right. Hello, everybody. Um, This is Ashley Thomas again, and we are back with Jesus and my girls. And I'll have a special special topic for you all today um, and it does revolve around the topic of social media and this has actually been a hot topic lately as we know everything is social media everything is online right now virtual just about everything Um, so I wanted to go ahead and just share a few personal views that I have about social media you know and my girls often hear me say you know that if it were not for sharing the word of God and the fact that we are in a time where most of our businesses are on social media, I actually would deactivate my account. Um, So I've said this several times before, you know, if I could find a way to successfully run my business without it, I would. And that's just um, how I feel about social media. And I've gotten a lot of good feedback from some of my girls, family and friends that have different views on feedback. And it's really, really good. Um, Everyone has their own personal view that I think is really good. And it's important that we all have our own um, relationship with social media, but in a healthy way. So that's the purpose of coming here today. Um, So knowing that the day of time that we're in, I'm still hanging in there. I'm trying to find unique and safe ways to operate social media while still maintaining a pure heart and a healthy mental state. Um, So I've invited one of my girls to help us out with this today. Uh, But before I do introduce her, I want to share a few thoughts about this topic. Um, So obviously, because of social media platforms, you know, everyone can become an authoritative voice right now. And because everyone has a voice right now about everything, uh, for some, it may be hard to know who you can and who not who you can and who you cannot trust right now, who is trustworthy, who is not. Um, So in 1 Corinthians 15 and 33, it does state, do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character, Um, which I I think is really great to remember and to hang on to that. Another uh, great verse to reference here um, is in Romans 12 and 2. And Paul writes, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. I think this is a great scripture to reference because there's so much information um, on social media right now, and some of it is true and pure, but some of it is misleading but is very convincing. And so if you do not stand strong in not conforming to the pattern of the world, if you are not constantly transforming and renewing your mind with the word of God, it can be very, very um, confusing. So I often ask myself, what are we exposing our hearts to? 
how is social media affecting how we think about ourselves, others, and even life? This is a great question because um, mental health is a really big issue right now. A lot of our mental health state and a lot of how we think about our own image comes from the image that is portrayed on social media. This is how you should look. This is how you should be living. This is how I am living, which is not even always true. Um, and so in Proverbs 4, 23 through 27, it says, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Keep your mouth free of per, per, perversity, I apologize, perversity. I'm not very good at words. <laughs> Keep corrupt talk far from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Give careful thought to the path for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Keep your foot from evil. And I think that is so, so good to, especially where it says keep your mouth free from perversity because a lot of times we may find ourselves really tempted to, especially when we see a topic, a hot topic, what they call it on social media, we may be tempted to engage. Of course, everyone, we all have our own personal opinion. And a lot of times we may be right. A lot of times we may not be right and may think we are right. But do we always have to voice that opinion um, a lot of times? And we can fall into that, that level of perversity without even realizing it, um, just getting caught up in the topics there. So as a Christian, how should I conduct myself on social media? And that's a Great question I ask myself also, and we should conduct ourselves with love just as we would in person, truthful and trustworthy and with integrity. You know, just because we're on the other side of a screen does not take away the fact that we are human and the people that are reading on the other side are human too. We're all God's children and we should always um, act and react with grace and love and react again, with grace and love, you know, it's, it's just, we never, especially because we cannot see the faces on the other side of the screen, we may not know what they're going through. They may post the happiest post, but that's, it's, it's digital, it's virtual. You know, that's a reality that they may be living that they're wanting to live, but on the other side, we do not know what they're going through. Um, so, in Colossians 4 and 6, it says, let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. And I love that uh, because it's almost like just making the decision in the morning that I'm just going to answer everyone with grace. I am going to be graceful to everyone that I come in contact with or that I interact with. And also one of my favorite verses before we turn it over and introduce my girl here um, is Psalm 1914. And may these, may these words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. And so we often want to be pleasing to the sight of other people um, on social media, on the other side of our newsfeed, but more importantly, we want to be pleasing to God first. So with that being said, I did want to go ahead and bring my, my girl, my good friend, Leah Evans, onto the conversation, who is a woman of God first, but also a social media manager. And she is going to help us out with this topic today. So welcome, Leah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. You're very, very welcome. And so um, I did just go over a few of my personal own questions that I, I often have to evaluate myself with. Um, but we do have, you know, a few more questions that we would want to just, just, you know, talk about and address as far as your view on Christians on social media, um, mm -hmm. the good and the bad. And what are your thoughts on the influence and the culture that is created from social media? Social media is powerful. And that's one thing to understand first and foremost. And it can reach a lot of people. 
So we have to really, really be careful every single time we make a post, every single time we comment on somebody else's post, and every single time we go on an app or anything, any video that we're looking at, we have to make sure, like you were saying in the beginning, we have to watch what we're filling ourselves up with and watch what we're saying because as believers, we represent Jesus. So everything that we do, every action that we make has to represent who we're representing, which is Jesus. So it's just just super important. That's so good. Mm-hmm. That's really good. And and it's it brings me back to the thought of um gosh, we just it just it brings sadness to my heart when I hear so many stories of the the um mental health topic. Yeah. And when you hear of the cyberbullying and especially mm-hmm. in the younger generation, but now it's even it's even rampant in the adult the the older generation you know it's and it's it's almost like there's so many people that have held on to their opinions and their um I'm not even going to say evil thoughts because in their mind they may not be evil thoughts but they may be their true honest opinion and and in the sense that they really feel this way not out of hatred but just because mm-hmm maybe they do not know any other side or view Mm -hmm. of it but it seems like so many people have been holding on to not being able to express their real thought um, in front of live people obviously for safety reasons but so they're able to get on virtually and share these thoughts and opinions um without I mean, they can do it safely, if that makes sense, you know, and it's, it really saddens me to hear about the social media slash mental health topic, because social media is such a great platform for sharing true gospel and just, just the light, you know, the salt and light of Jesus. And if, if we could just be so positive and lift one another up and use it for what it was created for to actually, you know, um, reconnect with old schoolmates or long lost, you know, uh, family members and, Mm -hmm. and such, it would be such a powerful, powerful thing. Um, But as anything else is often used, you know, otherwise. For sure, for sure. And that's really sad. I think too, with mental health, a lot of times people will try to compare themselves to others. And that really affects mental health. I know that I've been guilty of that in the past. And sometimes even notice myself now to where a lot of times now I'll see people being more real on social media, as in like, whenever they're making a post, um, they're just being more authentic, I guess. Like I see, especially when it comes to body image, I noticed too, like a lot of women, um, it's just, it's very fake. As you know, sometimes social media can be very fake, but we wanna make sure that we're being being real and we're being authentic. But I see a lot of women will, will, will do, we'll just look at these women posting pictures of, of themselves and they'll and they'll just compare themselves. Like, oh, this this lady looks more, flawless than me or and it really really affects them and um, I think the main thing that we need to realize is not using social media as a life guide but using the bible as a life guide and remember what God tells you about yourself not what social media is telling you that's exactly right and that's that's really really good I see that a lot as well um there's so many uh what is what is the word well I mean you explained it perfectly as far as comparison yeah there's so much comparison going on and especially especially as mothers and as we grow into our um 30s especially you know our bodies start to change and lifestyles start to change there's there's you know less um single physical activity and and more working and more um 
tending to families and kids. And so obviously your body image is going to change Mm -hmm. Um, here lately, especially because of the pandemic, there's been more working from home and less getting out and therefore obviously more pounds. I know I picked up more pounds um, (laughs) just from, you know, just from working from home. And, and it's, you know, it's all about that mindset, like you said, of, taking it back to the Bible, taking it back to those strong roots of what is to be true in our lives and going back to the source because one thing that is not going to stop unless we pass away is going to be life. Mm -hmm. The only time it's going to stop is when the Lord calls us home and he says, you know, your job here is done. But until then, things are going to happen, whether it be weight, you know, whether it be your hair changing or, you know, I mean, we're in such a big makeup, makeup time right now. And my daughter is experiencing um, that phase where she wants to try to learn to do the makeup. And I went through that as well. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love being um, her live mannequin, so to speak. Um, (laughs) And I mean, I, we're creatives, you know, so I love that type of thing too, but I have to be careful with that because, um, well, I really don't wear makeup really. I wear eyeliner and, um, mascara and sometimes because my eyebrows are naturally really thick. If I go in and if I clean them up a little too thin, (laughs) I'll have to go back and shade in a little bit until it grows back. But, you know, that's just to, that's just to keep my normal, um, what is the word? Um, Not the shape of my face, but so that I feel like I look like my normal self. Because sometimes when I go in and do my brows a little too thin, it changes the way my face looks with my features, you know? So, um, so yeah, that I explained to her that, you know, that is, that is good just to, you do want to keep yourself presentable um, from the standpoint of, you know, you are representing yourself. And like you said, we are representing God. However, he says, come as you are. Yeah. You know, come as you are. And I love the whole look of the creativeness with all of the makeup. But sometimes if it becomes to, if it gets to be a stronghold, that's when it's, that's when it's, it's too heavy. That's Mm -hmm. when it needs to be laid down to the side. And I think we're in a society where right now, you know, social media is showing us, well, you have to have the long extreme lashes and, and that's not talking about anyone who wears them. You know, I've worn them before too. Mm -hmm. They're quite uncomfortable for me because I have small eyes. (laughs) I've tried them, but, and they were beautiful. Mm -hmm. Oh, they were beautiful. They do add a lot of. Um, what is the word enhancement they're beautiful they make your eyes pop in pictures they do oh they're beautiful I love them and um and my daughter actually has some magnetics and she was like mom you know we gotta try these out on you and I was like okay yeah for sure but we just haven't done them yet but it's it's and then and then there's some on um there's some things on social media where it's on the flip side of that Mm-hmm. where it's taken a little bit too far and it's almost to the point of bashing people who do you know wear the makeup or or people who do um care for their body and want to get back to a certain size it's yeah. almost where they're being bashed as well like you don't have to wear all of that makeup or you you know it can come from either side Right. But even caring for your body and going to the gym and making sure you're healthy, if not done properly, can become a stronghold in itself as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and that can be influenced by social media also. Sure. Um, so I just, my prayer is, you know, for myself, mm-hmm. but for our listeners as well, that, you know, that we're able to guard our heart and that we're able to think with a pure heart and think with, you know, a clear mind that God is giving us to, you know, obviously social media is not going anywhere. Um, And especially for business owners, it's quite needed right now. Uh, It's really great for businesses, but I pray that we're able to operate it in a safe way where 
we receive it the way that God would have us to receive it and not the, the way that it is portrayed. Um, that's, and, that's, yes, don't, don't make social media your God. You know, don't make, don't make the opinions of others or the way that you, what, what's, the, what's the mindset behind your post? What's the mindset behind, you know, when you go on social media every day? Are you, are you going to be popular? Are you going on there to, um, you know, what, what's, what, what are you making your God? You know, who are you trying to please? Is, right. is a question to remember. Who are you trying to please when you're using social media? You know, are you doing it for pride reasons? Um, you know, that, that's a very, very important question to ask yourself, I think, every single time you go to use social media. Right, right. And, and see, that brings up a good point, too. Um, and also, sometimes, depending on our own heart as the viewers mm -hmm. of these posts, someone can post um, a post that actually does not have any prideful or ill intent. Um, mm -hmm. I'm seeing a lot of marriages here lately, a lot of um, babies being born, and a lot of first-time home buyers and then even second and third-time home buyers being shared on social media and it's those are great uh, moments in life you yes. know that you want to capture and share and just celebrate mm -hmm. but depending on the heart um, and just the area in life that the viewer is in mm -hmm. they, they may be struggling with you know getting pregnant yeah and Mm -hmm. although that 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 newborn baby is not posted on there to be a aha look what I can do moment yeah. it's just a celebratory moment as you know it can be like glory to God you know I've been trying for so long look at what God has done mm -hmm. but depending on what the other person is going through you do not ever know how they may take that exactly. you know so we have to prepare our hearts too before going to social media to make sure that we receive these things the right way. Um, we have to remember that where we are in life, you know, we have to celebrate others, but be, you know, in a place with God to where we know he's working on our lives individually and we can celebrate others, but also be faithful exactly where we are in yes. our lives. Yes. We never want it to turn into um, a situation where we become envious. Yes. Obviously. Um, and, and that is spoken on in the Bible as well. Comparison having an envy heart. <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. Yes. And so I really just, I think that um, there's a lot of talk about social media, but there's not enough talk about how do we, you know, safely use it so that yes. we're not hurting or um, influencing others in a negative way. And so that we're also protecting our own self and our own heart and our own mind. And so um, one of the questions was how people can see what others have and be discouraged in their own journey and lose focus without even knowing it. And I think we just touched on that. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's really good to know to just, like you said, just keep on your journey, trust in God, celebrate others. You know, and a lot of times our blessings come from when we are serving others. That's when our blessings come. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's and um, actually, I've said, I said this the other day to a, another um, girlfriend of mine. And if everyone in the whole world just chose one person to serve, just one person, it doesn't have to be big. It can be the smallest gesture. If everyone on the whole earth would just find one person to serve, everyone would be served. Everyone, no one would lack anything, That's you know, yeah. and it's, it's just, but it's so hard to do as simple as that sounds. Um, we're so busy and mm -hmm. there's so much going on and it's just, it's so hard to do right now. But so in your opinion, what are some safe ways and ideas for Christians to safely use social media to make a positive influence while still maintaining their own mental health? I think one thing that really has stood out to me that God has taught me, there's, there's two big things that I've learned throughout my journey of the social media. Um, I think 
before you go on social media every single day, a lot of times we have the tendency to reach for our phones in the morning as soon as we wake up and we want to scroll through Facebook and Instagram and, and soak all that in. I think the first thing we need to do every single day is to get our Bibles out and pray and spend time with the Lord before we touch our phones. Turn that alarm off and, and don't go on those apps and just immediately spend time with the Lord and refocus our minds and, and remember, remind ourselves every single morning, you know, who's in control and who we're trying to reflect. And then another thing that has really helped me in the past, especially when I noticed myself struggling with making social media more important than my relationship with God. You know, if, I, if I'm really struggling with wanting to go on Facebook before I spend time with God is yeah. taking those social media breaks. And I know, Ashley, not too long ago, you took one, I remember, and um, I know not too long before you did, you told me that you were taking one, I took one. Um, and it, it really, really helps you. And as a social media manager myself in this point in my life right now, it's hard for me to do that with my job. Um, but God always shows me ways that I'm able to do that with like scheduling posts and whatnot and just getting content early just so I can take a break. But social media breaks are huge, especially for mental health, for believers, and just, I think anybody in general, not just believers, but, um, just anybody. But what, what did you take away from your social media break? Was there anything that really stood out to you about it or what did you oh, notice? It was just you know, it was just so peaceful, and yes. I take them often, well, lately, I've taken them more often than I ever have, um, yes. but there was a lot of reflection, too, because I can remember not too long ago, maybe as, maybe as close as maybe three years ago, mm -hmm. I would have been, like, I mean, you would see me phone in hand all the time, like yeah, it yeah. was hard to just sit it excuse me just sit it down yeah and I was constantly I mean believe it or not I was a sharer I was a poster of everything mm -hmm. I mean you knew my every move just about I mean my food that I ate everything mm -hmm. I posted and yeah. I was so excited about it um and now it's so crazy that I'm struggling with this right now and this is just a transparent moment you know, in my business, I am struggling with posting things. I just, and I don't know why I will have the content um, created and ready to post. And then I open the app and it's almost like an anxiety comes over me, you know? And so I had to take those breaks to just really reflect why, you know, is this making me feel this way? And the fact that it is causing any type of shift in the way that I feel means that there's a problem there. There's some kind of underlying issue that is causing me to feel this way. So what is it? So that's what I was able to, you know, um, I was able to get a lot of revelation and reflection out of that time. And mm -hmm. so the, the part that I would take from that now is, okay, now I know what the issue is. So I've got to figure out how I can safely you know, do my posting, interact with, you know, um, the people that are, that are actually following me, believe it or not, I found that I do have, when I take those breaks, it shows me too, who are missing my, my content. I've had several people message me, hey, are you okay? You know, I haven't seen anything from you lately. And it's just amazing how even when you do not realize it, you know, what you say and what you do on social media may have an effect on people, you yes, know, yes. and I praise God that it's a positive effect. Um, but sometimes we just have to take a minute to set things down, shut things off and really just take a minute to realize and think about it because everything moves so fast, yes. you know, post and post and you like, and you love and you share and you share, you know, and you scroll. And before you even know it, you know, what you thought was 10 minutes is an hour, you know? So I'm guilty of that with TikTok right now. Uh, <laughs> TikTok, is, TikTok is a huge one to where you can just scroll yes. for so long and, and not quit. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. I mean, I'm 
transparent moment for me right now. I'm needing to do some TikTok work in my own life and just take a break from that for a minute because it's just addicting. It's addicting. (laughs) But it's such a great platform from the standpoint of there's so much that you can learn from TikTok that is amazing. Mm -hmm. And and it's also amazing looking at the usage of TikTok from the different generations. Like if I ask, my daughter is not on TikTok. Now she had a Musical.ly account. I don't know if you know what that is, but that was before TikTok. Mm -hmm. So she had that and she loves to dance. And so she always had the challenges and the all of that with you know her little cousins and friends and so that generation that's what TikTok is it's dance challenge but then for me if you scroll on my TikTok um feed I guess is what you would you would say or for you page maybe you're gonna see crafting ideas (laughs) you're gonna see the the hack where you take one half of a Christmas box and you turn it into a whole Christmas box I mean you're gonna see all of this stuff and but nonetheless too much time on it is still unhealthy for sure and um that's like for me right now like I that's why I you know my for you page is a lot of like Christian TikTok is what they call it um, that hashtag and a lot of people are like sharing verses and sharing different things and, and it's, it's great and it's wonderful. But then I think this happened to me two days ago. I went on, I was just scrolling through, scrolling through and a live video pops up and it was a very raunchy live video, which I mean, they, they say, you know, you're for my free page. It's, it's your algorithms and all that kind of stuff. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not liking these raunchy videos or anything like that, but just randomly out of nowhere, it's, it's this, it's this video that just nobody needs to see. It's a live video that just nobody should be watching. And, and I think, you know, we have to be careful of, you know, when we see those types of things and, and, but have you, have you experienced that any of that in your social media? Like whenever you go through and like, just all of a sudden, just something random pops up that you have. Yeah. Yes. Yes, and it was it was shocking because, um, and and I'm glad that you brought up the algorithm. Yes, because, and that's one thing I think it's important. It's it's hard to keep up with. Um, mm-hmm. Well, for myself, it's hard to keep up with. But it's I think it's important that we learn those algorithms so that it will help us kind of stay on the track to what is healthy for us to view. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like you said, sometimes the random will pop up and I have had that to happen before and it was almost like a shocker because when it popped up it's almost like because of the algorithm and I know what I view mm-hmm. you can almost trust what pops up yes. but then then it popped up and I'm like into viewing it for a second I'm like oh no 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 this is not what I uh, and then and it's almost like a frantic like oh I don't want this type of content to start you know popping up because one thing that I noticed and I thought I figured out the TikTok algorithm, I too follow the um, uh, the Christian TikTok hashtag. And there's a couple that are my favorite where they pop their head out the door. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Let me share this with you. You know, those yeah. are my favorites. But I've noticed that um, I had a mixture of craft ideas and my Christian TikTok. But then it's almost like when you view a video like the craft video, it's almost like if you're not careful, one type of, I guess, genre is what you would call it, can take over the algorithm. And mm-hmm. so it's important to learn how that works so that you can not lose, you know, the good positive, the Christian, the, you know, the scriptures that are being fed into you or poured into you actually is the word, um, yeah. you know, over just something as simple as crafting, which is not crafting is not you know in my opinion anything that is harmful because it helps with it actually believe it or not helps with mental health it Mm -hmm. is very good therapy but at the same time in having that flood of now just these craft and just these different ideas and hacks if it's pushing out the scriptures if it's pushing Mm -hmm. out that you know that really good message that you enjoy getting every day that lifts you up, you know, then it still can become an issue because it's taking that important part away. Yeah. 
And for those, for those of you who are listening too, you know, if you're unaware of how to build up your algorithm and, and help what you see to be content that you want to see and, and good content interaction is, is huge. And even like, I will try my best to like every, um, Christian TikTok, faith-based TikTok, um, or just anything on Facebook or Instagram, Twitter, any, any faith-based, um, content I will interact with and like, and even comment just to build it up and just to show unbelievers who are watching and who, who don't know Jesus, showing them that, oh, there's other people that support this. There's other people that believe this and helping them share the gospel and, and creating that community. Yes. Yes. And, and that's so good because also one thing that is really helpful for others that have questions is when you go on comments and you, when you lift one another up, when you edify one another and you're just, oh, this is so great. Great job. Mm -hmm. You know, that's awesome. Even if it's the least little thing, just celebrating the small wins with one another. And a lot of people, and I've experienced this close to home as well. A lot of people have had the heart and desire, excuse me, to live a Christian life. But because of the circle of Christians that they have been exposed to, they have become really hurt. Mm -hmm. And it sometimes it only takes just one, one hurt, you know, uh, one time. And I can remember, um, my mom and I hope she doesn't mind me sharing this story (laughs) she actually told me this the other day so it's fresh on my mind but she was young and she had me and my brother so I we were really young like I do not even remember this so this was a long time ago um but she worked at a convenience store and um we knew the pastor of the church really well it was a small hometown pastor the town was so small so everyone in the town went to that one church it was the only church Mm -hmm. there and um he and his friends came by and they bought all this um all this alcohol and beer and liquor that night um that saturday night and i think they were going to do a poker game or what have you and and she was young so she didn't she was not you know a christian that was like oh, curse you for buying, you know, it wasn't like that. She was just, she was doing her job. She went up, hey, how are you doing, you know? And, but then the next Sunday, he did a sermon on, you know, don't be out partying and, and, you know, going to the club and getting drunk and then come up in my church Sunday morning. And I can remember um, just the other day, my mom telling me this, just the way, even her telling me the story, I could tell by her body language and, you know, her tone, how just that, even though he wasn't talking specifically to her, mm-hmm. he had looked up at her, I guess, because he knew that she had saw him at the store the day before. And yeah. so it kind of made her feel a certain type of way. And it, so she said, we never went back to that church anymore because for one, he called it my church. And mm-hmm. she, she was like, first of all, I'm not going to a man's church that's just not you know and then there was so much just I don't know in his voice the way she described it there was just so much judgment like casting shame in his voice and and she was just so even though she was not necessarily at the heart of the discussion Mm -hmm. she just felt like it hurt her so bad that you know why would you do this why would you speak to people like this you know knowing that you were hanging out last night but she didn't say any of that it's just sometimes some Christians that we meet especially in the um older generation like back then this would have been in like the wee early 90s probably so a lot of them cast a lot of shame a lot of them, you know, it's almost like because I'm a preacher, a preacher, or because I'm a minister, because I'm a woman or man of God, it's almost like I'm this superhuman. Mm-hmm. You no, know, I never make any mistakes. I never have hard times, and you should never make mistakes either. And that's so harmful, you know. Yeah, that's so harmful. Just the weight of walking around every second, like, Lord, let me just ask you right now to forgive me for any sins that. I may not have known I've committed because I don't want to go to hell in like 0.5 seconds, you know, just the weight of trying to be perfect. Mm -hmm. It's so heavy. It is very heavy. 
so heavy and and that's that's just my message that I try to share that you know social media is portraying this perfect life this Mm -hmm. perfect world but that is not you know nowhere does it say that we have to be perfect Mm -hmm. in the bible nowhere did Jesus say you have to be perfect you know I mean it's just right now I'm reading the book of Hosea and it's actually it's it's great that you just said said that because you know maybe about 30 minutes before I hopped on here to talk Mm -hmm. to you God was speaking to me and um you know the book of Hosea about the promiscuous wife and Hosea was called to to marry her and um it's like a reflection of God's relationship with restoring Israel and how Israel was betraying him and all that kind of stuff and and God just kind of told me you know I'm not asking you to be perfect but I am asking you to be faithful yes. and that's just a huge thing to remember especially on social media and just in, in life in general that's so good and it's mm-hmm. it's so just God that you mentioned that because just these past few weeks in class we were we had two different sessions one week we went over the old uh testament which Mm -hmm. a lot of people really do not gravitate to very much Mm -hmm. just because for one it's hard to understand you know yeah it's really hard to understand and a lot of people dismiss it as well that's the old testament we're living under a new covenant so that does not matter anymore but that's not true but, and then the second half, the next week we went over, um, so yesterday we went over uh, the Gospels in the New Testament. But when you, when you spoke on that in Hosea, it just reminded me of when we went over the Old Testament part, we basically focused on the covenants, the main covenants um, that God made. And what it, it brings it to my memory that when you mentioned Israel, and then like with the mosaic covenant and then when you go back to when he made the blood covenant with abraham Mm -hmm. you know in the scripture and and i've read this several times but it never hit me the way it did this past week you know he made the covenant with abraham it was a blood covenant where Mm -hmm. you know they had to slaughter the animals but i know he had he had abraham to fall into a deep sleep but I never really paid attention to the part where the smoke and the flame actually was God walking over the animals by himself, not with Abraham. So he made a covenant with Abraham, but God was both parties in the covenant. That way, it's almost like he just about knew that it was going to be broken. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and and the terms of the covenant is, you know, we're walking over these slaughtered animals so that if this covenant is not kept, then you can slaughter me like these animals here. And it's it's like God knew that, you know, these people are not perfect. They're not going to be able to keep this covenant. So let me be both parties in this covenant so that when it's broken, you know, there's, there's no execution, so to speak. And that just spoke to my heart so much because, you know, we grow, I, I can speak for myself. I grew up Southern Baptist and I was one of those that grew up thinking that I have to ask God to forgive me for every single step, like every moment of my life, it became a stressful thing, trying to be a Christian. And that's how I'm saying it, trying to be a Christian. That's Mm -hmm. what I was doing, trying to be a Christian. And it was so stressful to me. Yes. Until I learned that, you know, once I accept him as my savior and I build a relationship with him, there was no relationship with him. Exactly. My relationship was me asking you every second of the day to forgive me for my sins. That was it. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny looking back on it now because I was thinking, you know, I have to be this perfect person because I'm, you know, I am representing God. But when you go back to Genesis and you see that, you know, God created all of mankind in our image, you know, the Trinity's image. First of all, he doesn't make any trash, right? You know, he doesn't make any garbage and he already knows, obviously because of the covenants that he's made. 
mm-hmm. already knows that we're going to fall short of the glory of God. That in itself is written in the Bible. Yep. So I just try my best to just share that we do not have to be perfect, but faithful. Exactly. Uh, like you said, faithful, not perfect. And even I was reading in David yesterday and I shared this with another good friend of mine who, um, she's just, she's praying for a shift, um, in her, in her job. And I just, I just know that whatever God's next step for her is that, you know, she's made for it. It's going to fit perfectly, you know, but I was reading, um, about David in second Samuel, where he finally, you know, everything that he had was given to him from God. He's, he's living this life now of luxury and kingdom. And he notices that the ark is still in a tent yeah you know but I'm in this this magnificent place that I'm living in now and the ark of God is in a tent so I'm gonna build God a house basically and so you know basically God was like thanks but no thanks (laughs) you know (laughs) I've always been the provider I'm the provider but for your faithfulness I'm going to build you a house yeah and, it, and it's going to be just this kingdom dynasty. Yes. So, and it's, there's no works that we can do to please God. No physical works that we can do, you know, but our faithfulness. Yes. Our faithfulness. And I just think that's so rich. That's just so good. But, you know, and I know we kind of got off course from social media a little bit, but I think it's still, it's all relevant because yes. you do not have to live or even fake a perfect life, you know, to be accepted. Right. You know, and so if God accepts you in all of your imperfections, if he accepts me in all of my imperfections, and if I listed them, we'd be here all day, you know, (laughs) but if he accepts me, then why can't we other imperfect beings accept other imperfect beings? You know what I mean? Exactly. That's just... Yeah, so, but social media is great. We're not here to bash social media. It's such a great platform um, for whatever, whether you're in business or whether you're in ministry. It's a really great tool in getting whatever your um, mission, so to speak, is out. Yes. Uh, But we just have to handle ourselves with care uh, when operating uh, these social media platforms and just really be mindful of our surroundings, our audience, mm-hmm. and also our time and yeah. not to make it a God and not make it an idol. And it should not take more time, you know, than the time that we spend with God or our loved ones or the time that we put into our job or, you know, our real life. I recently just read a book. It's called Divine Time Management. And um, I forget who the author is. I think her name's Elizabeth, but I'll I'll have to look it up for you. But um, one thing that really stood out to me about that book when it comes to time and and using my time wisely is she said, you know, as soon as you get up in the morning and of course, you know, spend time with God and, and all that, but ask God, God, what do you want me to do today? Because as believers, you know, we're here to surrender our lives to God and to do his will for our lives. You know, he has a plan and a purpose for us and we need to surrender ourselves to doing his will and to doing his good work because his good work is what's best for us. And it's also best for those that he's placing in our lives. So just being sure we ask ourselves, God, what do you want me to do today? You know, before we make a post on social media, God, you know, is this going to uplift others? You know, what is this comment going to do? You know, just making sure that, we're revolving our actions and our day around exactly what God would have us to do. Yes, that's really good. Yeah, that's really good. And it's, it's almost like our tithe of the day, you know, we're giving him the first of our day and we're surrendering ourselves to him and asking him, you know, this day is not mine. This day is yours. So what would you have me to do? I love that. That's so good. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, you know, I had a great time today. I really, I actually learned a lot of stuff myself as far as social media and just implementing some things, um, trying to just um, get into the groove of still making a presence, but just still doing it in a healthy 
um, a healthy God-given way. So I really appreciate you. I really appreciate you for your time and, so and um, accepting the invite to talk with us today. And this will not be the last time you're here. <laughs> of course, I'd love to come back. Yeah, so I really appreciate it. And um, so, so guys, I hope you all really enjoyed our conversation today. If you do have any questions, please definitely reach out. <clears throat> um, reach out to me or you can reach out with Leah. Leah, let everybody know how they can uh, follow you or contact you if they need to. Of course, yeah. Um, my Instagram is basically where I'm at. And that is Leah loves underscore Jesus. <laughs> that awesome. is my Instagram handle. And then of course, um, on Facebook, I'm just Leah Evans and I'm friends with Ashley. So, um, you know, get connected with her to get connected with me. I love connecting with other people and talking about social media. So any questions at all, I am, I am here to answer and, and talk about Jesus and anything. So <laughs> That's so good, y'all. She's such, she's a really great friend and she has, I mean, she has, she will share any knowledge that she has with you. Um, yeah. So I really, I really appreciate her transparency, but y'all, I really thank you so much for your time and listening to us today. Um, and this was just a great, such a great topic. If you feel like we need to get any deeper or are there any other topics that we could branch outside of this that you would like to hear about, definitely let us know. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up today. I hope you all enjoy your day today and y'all just have a blessed one. And until then, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Hey girls, um, if you enjoyed today's episode and would like more information on my upcoming Christian transformation and breakthrough coaching, events I'll be attending, or to visit our online store, visit thevinerevelations.com. That's T-H-A, V as in Victor, I-N-E, revelations.com. And don't forget while you're there to download your free gifts, 10 Truths to Remember, and your Lift a Sister Up affirmation journal and devotional. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel by searching Lift a Sister Up Network. If you would like to sew into my ministry, reach out to me via email or social media for opportunities to give and support. My email is ashley at ashleythomasonline.com. Feel free to contact me to sew or for any questions concerning my upcoming coaching. My coaching socials are both on Instagram and Facebook as Breakthrough with Ashley, all one word. You can also follow the store at Divine Revelations, both on Instagram and Facebook as well. Again, girls, I really enjoyed our time together today. And until next time, I pray blessings, breakthrough, and overflow over your life, sweet friend. Love you. Talk to you later.